Hi there guys and welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking all about how you can return to the gym after a hiatus or after having a, a back problem, how you can safely get back in there and start working out. So if you enjoy working out in the gym and you're aware they're opening up in the next couple of weeks, then this video is gonna be for you. As always, if you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing hitting the notification bell. Um, obviously we go live every single weekday and we always have the Q&A today is no different. So we'll have the Q&A at the end of the live stream where you guys can ask your questions. If you're subscribed and you hit the notification bell, then you won't miss out every time we go live, which is every weekday generally in the morning. With that being said, let's get into today's live stream. Okay, so just before I get into the main topic, uh, we're announcing the winner of the Venom unit later today. So we'll announce that towards the end of the live stream, uh, just before we get into the Q&A. So stay tuned for that one. Um, Lara's just got the name. She's putting them in a hat, folding them all up. So uh, we'll pick that out uh, live later on in the video. So let's get to the topic to start with. Um, we, wanna, we wanna really help you guys because a lot of, when I'm in the clinic and we have patients that are coming in, um, Nine times out of 10, if they're active people that go to the gym, they really struggle with getting back into the gym. And maybe that's been previous episodes that they've had of back pain and they go back in the gym, they're there for a couple of couple of sessions and then they re-injure themselves. And hopefully this guidance is gonna give you a little bit more support. Maybe you are someone that goes to the gym. I know a number of the guys in the Back in Shape membership um, do are, are sort of gym goers, so to speak. So we'll want to be getting back into that in the future. And hopefully this video can give you guys a bit of guidance to make sure that you don't go too far astray um, uh, when you do return. And also I'm gonna cover a little bit of guidance for me. I don't have a back problem per se, but we've had a period of, uh, of of last four months of not being able to go to the gym. Obviously this video has been shot summer 2020, so you guys all know, if you're watching this in a year or two's time, you'll know what happened then. Um, but we've had about four months where we haven't been going to the gym. So I'll go through what I'm gonna be doing when I go back into the gym as well. Just some general principles. It's, it's principles that really help you guys uh, because if you can understand the principles then you can apply them to lots of different scenarios. So hopefully you'll get a lot out of this live stream today. So the first one, the general principles, have a plan before we get into the, what the five points there, have a plan, have a program that you're gonna be doing, have some sort of workout structure. Don't just wander in the gym for the first time and go, hmm, what am I gonna to do today? Especially if you're someone that's had a history of back pain, we want to be going to that gym for it with a purpose, a plan and a direction so we don't end up spending sort of two or three hours in there and doing all sorts of different things. So that's really, really important. First point is don't overdo it. Don't go in there, crack straight on, and I'll get this to, on, on, into this topic a little bit later when I'm talking about my specific sort of plan of action. Don't go and overdo it in the gym. Yes, a lot of us really enjoy working out, using some of the weights, etc. but those first couple of sessions back, please, please, please don't overdo it. That is a really, really important part. And then the second point, which we've touched on this acronym before, the TREAT acronym, which I made up. It might already exist, I don't know, but I made it up a couple of weeks ago on the live stream, and it's give yourself those rest days. When we're getting back into the gym, we're using weight, we're doing different movements. The introduction, maybe you're going from the bands in phase three, and you're starting to add in a workout in the gym, which uses weights, kettlebells, barbells, etc., dumbbells. There's different forces, different contractions going through your body when you're doing this. So use the acronym TREAT, which is test, rest, evaluate, and then make any adjustments and then test again. So that process can take place over a couple of days. You, you have your session, 
you you see how you are over the next 12 to 24 hours how am i feeling do i have any doms doms is delayed onset muscle soreness which might come on a day or two days afterwards you feel all of a sudden those muscles are a little bit sore see how it went and then the next time you go back in the gym maybe in a day or so's time you can then adjust things maybe that was the right sort of starting point maybe it was a bit too easy and you haven't got any doms after a day or so and maybe it was you did actually go a little bit too hard but hopefully if you've adhered to point number one then you won't have that issue so the next one is do not neglect stretching um, this is actually a, a, a general point really for people in phase three of our back in shape as well as general patients um, a lot of those that really enjoy going to the gym and is part of their lifestyle and has been for a long period of time when they get back into doing physical exercises because maybe they've felt like they're a bit hampered by just doing these some of these stretches that are in sort of phase one and some of the more simplistic exercises in phase two they really just want to get back into it and they really enjoy doing the squats or doing the bench press or these other sort of exercises in the gym um, and really get into it but sometimes stretching goes out the window and the thing with the stretching is you won't suffer immediately from stopping doing that literally you, you guys that are doing the back in shape phase one two or three will all know that the stretching part the lower body stretching routine it takes about 10 to 15 minutes uh 15 minutes if you're including the towel you know it's not that much time but if you neglect it over a course of a, a day or two days you're not really going to notice a difference but if you neglect it over the course of three or four weeks, it's going to start to accumulate. And we've we've discussed in past live streams the importance of keeping those hips nice and flexible for a long-term back problem. Remember, as your back heals and the inflammation comes down, quite often you feel better before the strength and the integrity has returned to things like the disc structures and the ligaments in your lower back. So you'll feel better before you're fighting fit. It takes time for those ligaments and those soft tissues to remodel around new force lines so they get back to their new strength and then build as well. This is why it's also important when we're training generally from phase three onwards that there are little periods where we kind of plateau on purpose because our muscles will adapt faster than the soft tissues around the joints, so the ligaments, the tendons, and those tendons need a bit of time to catch up from time to time from that muscle that can run away. It happens at all ages. It's just there's a disproportionate speed of adaption in the muscles compared to the ligaments and tendons they just adapt more slowly so you may be feeling good but then you stop doing that lower body stretching and after a couple of weeks the stiffness in your hips is starting to return it's starting to mean that you're bending less with the hips and more with the back we've seen this before we start to do a little bit more of this stuff we're picking down picking up the weights and all of a sudden instead of doing that all the time we're going from the back and then the back pain starts to creep back in so we don't want to do that don't neglect your stretching, it's important. Keep your phase one routine. This is kind of an, an extension from that. Keep the phase one routine on the rest days. That's really important. So a nice little split. I was chatting to one of the guys in the premium membership, uh, or ladies in the premium membership, um, earlier, earlier this morning, and it was just about the topic of um, having these rest days. It's really important when you go back into the gym, uh, for the average person and also later on in the phase three so once you've been doing phase three for example which is our rehab uh, work and you're doing those strengthening exercises they're quite robust workouts the same way a gym workout might be 
having a rest day, for example, um, four days of the week or five days of the week, you're doing your workout. And then on those other two or three days, you're doing a rest day. Well, on those rest days, we still wanna do the phase one routine because that's keeping things nice and nice and good, nice and healthy, doing the lower body stretching. It takes that 15, 18 minutes or so, not too long, but it really, really helps. So something worth, worth, worth uh, sort of remembering when you do get back into the gym. And slow progression. I've touched on um, on the need to potentially plateau from time to time. This slow progression over this first month when you get back in the gym is gonna be really, really important. Get back into the technique, get back into the groove, get back into using weights um, the way in which you were before, uh, hopefully with better technique than before, and, and get back into it, what it feels like, and progress slowly. Don't just try and go back into the gym, uh, you know, and, and, and crack on very, very quickly because a, a certain, a uh, number of you guys that have been training in the past will have a degree of muscle memory. But again, those soft tissues, the ligaments, the tendons, those structures don't have that muscle memory to the same degree and they're not gonna bounce back as quickly as some of your muscular structure. So please, please, please bear that in mind. I don't want any of you guys to go back in the gym, be fine for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden things reach a crescendo and everything falls apart. So please take a bit of time, slow progression, and slow progression is much, much better than running, you know, way too fast. So what am I gonna be doing? I put this in sort of special circumstances with reference to what's happening right now, um, you know, over the last uh, three, four, five months um, of 2020. And I just wanna sort of give you guys a, a, a clue to what I'm personally gonna be doing. I'm gonna be going back in at about 60% of my previous weights. Um, so that's very important. Just tentatively feeling the weight is probably gonna be more than enough for me to do. I'm going back in, I'm steering clear of low reps. I don't want any of you guys to be going into the gym doing five reps, doing six reps, doing eight, 10 reps. Uh, you know, well, 10 reps isn't so bad, but eight reps and, and that sort of stuff. And this is really to those of you who are gonna go back in and do strength training. My opinion, and why are we training? We need to remember why we're training. We're training for general health and well-being. Uh, some of you guys will be uh, sort of training for more severe things, some more 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 uh, sporting endeavors. But for the first foray back into the gym, for the first uh, attempt back into the gym, we want to give our body time to actually ad adjust to that. Especially if we're just training for general health and well-being. There's no rush. So I'm going to be sticking to those 15 reps on all of my exercises, and I'm going to be doing compound exercises. So generally, it's going to be three or four exercises. It's going to be squat, a deadlift, and a bench press, maybe with a row in there as well just so it's a really whole a whole body thing using full movements to stimulate as much as possible with good form and that is really the most important thing and we're going to go very slow i'm going to stick on that 60 percent probably for the overwhelming majority of the month before at the end of the month i'm going to knock it up to, to around about 70 percent of what i was doing before so just so you guys have an idea for that you know we, we've got to practice what we preach we have to do these things ourselves um it's no give me standing here it's advice for everybody uh, it, it, you know, it really doesn't matter. Um, you want to go slow and, and that's what I'm doing. So just in case some of you guys were curious and I will be doing the towel after my cross trainer or my treadmill work, I'll be doing the towel. I do the towel now while I'm doing the running and I will still be doing the towel because it is an awesome exercise. The, the, the process of training, it puts pressure through your spine no matter what, especially if we're doing lifts, if we're lifting stuff off the ground in the gym or carrying dumbbells, or even if you're carrying your kettlebell from the station uh, where, where it's stored to your, to, your, um, to your bench. That involves compression, excess, excessive compression through your spine. So it makes sense to do that towel exercise. It's an awesome one. Many of you guys will already know that it is a great exercise. So I will still be doing that as well. 
Last point, I just had a few other considerations before we get on to picking the name out of the hat at the end of the live stream. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, a few ones just to, that, just that might catch you guys out. We've got classes. Um, a lot of people love classes. It's something that people enjoy doing. Classes are for the class. They're not for you. They are for the general class to, to and, and really some of you, I know some of you guys even have done classes or do classes yourself. And the class is there to, to really, you know, work out the whole group it's not tailored to each individual so hopefully if you're going through the back and shape membership as i know many of you guys watching are and you're going to consider going into classes later on in the future just use your own knowledge it's really important that you understand your body and hopefully that's what we can give you guys in the back and shape membership as well and when you're doing these classes you know don't do uh was it burpees jumping onto a box and then back down to burpees? Those sorts of things are just not helpful for you. That they're, they're, they're great burners, but you know you can get a great burn doing things that don't involve you doing crazy movements with your back all over the place. Um, it's just not going to be helpful. And I see people, even competent people, doing these sorts of things. But if you're a competent athlete and you've been doing this sort of thing for years and you've never have it, had any injuries, then you're going to get away with those sorts of things. But if you're returning to classes from having a bit of back trouble, then just stay clear of those sorts of exercises because um, they're not good. That way you can participate in the class, but avoid uh, getting caught out. Understand what stage you're in. If you're in stage one and stage two or phase one and phase two of our back in shape, then returning to the gym right now is probably not the best move. That being said, there's no reason you can't go into the gym to do your phase one or phase two. If you find the environment there, some of these gyms are really, really nice. You've got a you know, nutrition bar, uh, you know, sandwich bar and some of the ones in London anyway, they're some of them are very high end and, and it's more of a social thing. So if you want to go into the gym to do your phase one or phase two routine, then that's fine. But don't start playing around with equipment, please. Uh, that would be a bad move. Uh, and then just don't rush and don't try and do any PBs. Please, I don't want any of you guys going back into the gym the first week or two and trying to do any personal records. PB is personal best. Um, personal records, uh, that's not a good idea. Give it a couple of months to get back into what you're doing. And then if you're going to be pushing it in that way with your training, then then that's fine. So hopefully that's been helpful. And we'll get into Q&A. And before we do that, we're going to pull a name out of the hat to oh, okay. tell us. Well, you, want, you want to do that first? Yeah, I think that'd be a good oh, idea. Okay, wonderful. Be good. Okay, so this is for the competition that we ran. So we've got names in the hat. Okay, I don't know if you guys venom. can hear that rustling. I'm just not going to look. Oops. Yeah, put right. that one back in. <laughs> put that one back Okay, in. so this is for the Venom. So the Venom unit is a vibration unit. There is an element of heat to it. We've discussed this in the, in the live stream for the competition, which was done, I think, two weeks ago. Um, it's great for warming those muscles up. Don't necessarily put it over the knee with the heat. My personal opinion and recommendations with it, the vibration is awesome. Um, obviously, they're the same brand that make the Hypervot over here. It's a good, it's a good tool. It's a great tool to just warm those muscles up, get a bit of vibration on the muscles. You don't have to just use it on your knee if you're the person that wins this. We will actually contact you directly after this, wherever it is. So look, well, I may as well just pick out. Okay. Okay. There you go. Are you putting that in the way of the screen? Huh? Yes. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, one. you got it. All right. So she's done them all up in tiny pieces. So let's see. Oh, I'm getting. I'm, that's just lots of noise for everybody. <laughs> So Sandra Francis, oh, Sandra so you Francis. have won. So if you're watching this Brilliant. right now, can you please, I'll just show you guys there. That is too bright on the camera. Yes, it is. But anyway, uh, so you have won Sandra. So if you can comment in the section below, we will, if you're, if you're on Facebook, if you're watching this on Facebook today or YouTube, please comment and we will get in touch with you via email um, and, and, and arrange for that. I'll also do just a little video so you know how to use it as well. It's just a little tutorial. So um, that should be, should be awesome. Uh, and uh, well done.
with Brilliant. that, should we get into Q&A? Congratulations. Yes. Okay. So, um, Ollie has asked here, if I start now, will it be possible to reach phase two before the gyms open next week? Uh, yes, you should. So phase one, um, we, we've done this on a few occasions. We're talking about phase one and phase two and phase three of our back in shape program. The phase one is really, you know, if you cannot get out of bed, if you're stuck in bed, you're not able to move, uh, then phase one is a necessary step for you. But if you're able to walk for even sort of 15 minutes or so, yes, with pain, if you're able to walk, you really need to be getting on to phase two. And and I, I haven't gone through this particular clarification point before, but people say, oh, but, but there's exercise and I'm still in pain. Yes, but if you're still walking around the house, if you're still going upstairs, if you're still, you know, putting your shoes or socks on, then you're already doing things that are substantially more problematic for your back than the phase two exercises. So do the phase two exercises anyway. You don't have to be pain-free to start those. Um, I would suggest that it might be a little bit premature to jump into the gym if you're only just starting phase one right now. There's no rush with these things. Um, sometimes people do try and rush the progress, rush the healing, and you can't do that. Um, your body's gonna adapt at its own pace. We also want to consider something that we don't discuss as much as maybe we should um, because it's a little bit more off topic is that what's your diet like? What's your sleep like? What's your nutrition, which is diet as well? Other stress factors. What are all these things doing? Because if, we, if we're if we just doing our exercises and everything else is, is you know terrible nutrition, et cetera, et cetera, then we are creating unnecessary barriers for our health and recovery. So what I would suggest you do is do your exercises correctly. That's number one. Make sure your nutrition is right. Make sure you're sleeping as well as possible and make sure your lifestyle is generally one that's sort of low stress if possible. Um, and we're not sort of... Uh, having unnecessary things, smoking, excess alcohol, those sorts of things can all impair and, and, and slow down that recovery process. Okay, awesome. Now Fiona's just left two comments here. She says, I'm going to be shattered just getting through the turnstiles. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, um, and I'm going to... Some of them are a mental challenge. <laughs> so yeah, especially the ones where you've got the pods, you get stuck yeah, the, inside like the, the pod. <laughs> um, yeah. And she's also said, I'm, I'm now back at work and I'm achy from just holding the hairdryer up for 12 hours a day. Yeah, I mean... Yes, so, hours so, are crazy for yeah, hairdryers. Uh, for, for dryers, yeah, hairdryers get a real... <laughs> no, no, the... Um, yeah, that's something I, I think it, it's similar work and gym. People don't realize, or you are now, obviously, but others don't realize, um, you know, how much you adapt to a friend of ours who's who's opened up his shop again. He's doing a similar job to you as a male, male barber. And he's messaged me saying his back's giving him trouble because you don't realize what it's like. And a lot of the guys that are open up in that industry anyway, are, you know, people are looking awful because they haven't had uh, haven't had their hair done in a long period of time. So your schedules are crammed in. Yeah. You're doing 12 hour days after doing no hour days mm. for four months. And you don't realize, well, you, you are now, but you, people forget the stress and the way our body adapts to stress. We adapt to mechanical stress in our body. We adapt and we improve and we learn to deal with it better. This is no different from learning a new posture. Now people will be appreciating the way in which their body adapted to their previous work style as they return to it, the challenges that they had before that their body adapted to sort of meet those needs. You're returning into it and you start to realize just how you know tired it is holding that hairdryer up here like this. But once you get used to it, your body will adapt. Our bodies are really, really good. They're amazing. It doesn't matter for everyone. Um, they will adapt, but it just gives you an, an inkling, an understanding of how much stress your body was under before. Any tips for Fiona? What, what you know, once she gets home after a long shift, is it sort of jumping on the towel, icing? Jumping on the towel, icing is going to be a good one for that upper body. Uh, we, 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 I think we posted in the in the uh, Facebook group uh, the uh, chest stretch. So just lying on the back, 
opening out that chest in this position. It's just going to take the pressure off this because when you're doing the head, you're going to be over the over the the client, etc. So that's going to create a lot of a lot of rounding at the front and just lying on your back like so. Maybe if you're using a little towel underneath your neck because yeah. if you're doing intricate work down here for long periods, you know it's going to stress your neck as well. That's going to re refer out to the shoulders. So um, that little sort of upper neck routine. I know we did a full a full little whiteboard routine when we were in the clinic a couple of weeks ago for the neck. Yes. So with the band uh, with the towel and that chest stretch so definitely try that one it'll it'll really help okay awesome uh sarah has has asked um, she's she's about to move into phase three her husband has just purchased a Great brand work. new rowing machine she's had a few goes on it making sure her core was engaged is it too much of a risk at this stage yeah i'm really sorry we had we had a lady um in the clinic come in and say i just my, my other half for my birthday bought me a peloton and uh, and then now i've sent it back <laughs> which created a bit of trouble actually there's two people that have had that one guy and one lady um and they've literally sent it back which wasn't necessarily so great in the household um but the the thing with rowing is my approach to rowing and some of these long distance cycling is if you're going to row in the cambridge boat race or if you're going to do the tour de france then fine but these sorts of things as a mode of exercise, they're not as good because all you're doing, even with the best intention in the world, people say, well, we're rowing for my back. Well, yes, if you were doing a back extension, but most of rowing is going like that and rounding forwards and then coming back and rounding forwards and then coming back. Even with the best will in the world, the technique tends to involve a lot of lumbar flexion. And if you're someone with back pain that's recovering from back pain, I'd leave your husband to use that, especially if he's got sort of experience with the rowers, uh, with rowing. What if you sit bolt upright and, and you've got your you've got your elbows fixed mm -hmm. on your waist and you can row like that with your core engaged? Is that is that okay? I mean, it's a, it's a workaround, yeah. and I mean, you can actually do some really cool upper body stuff by by sitting completely erect, but it's sitting down. You know, if if you're someone that's sitting down for work a lot during the day, and then your cardio is sitting down, that's why I'm not keen on the bikes. Like we want to be in an upright erect position. That's the way our body likes to be. That's the way our spine is in its best possible position. Um, so I'd, I'd perhaps maybe steer clear of that a little bit for the time being. Okay, the time um, as I said, you can do some of the upper body stuff on it uh, as long as you brace your core and brace the sort of the, um, the the back and really sit with good erect posture, you know, with a nice lordosis. Um, but it, I, I try and steer clear of it if I'm honest. Uh, and that's not not great advice or not not what you want to hear. Yeah, but no, but it but it is the, the what's right. Okay, all right, so let's move on to Karen's question. She said, are boxing fit classes good at any phase or should you wait until you're out of the woods? Um, I think boxing is a, is a really interesting one. Uh, there's a lot of rounding. If you're, if you're doing proper boxing, but hopefully if, if by boxing class, you mean not one where you're going to get punched in the head by the oppo opposition, maybe you're doing like pad work. And I think pad work is actually quite good. It's quite dynamic. I would leave it for, uh, for sort of after you've been doing phase three for a little while, just because there's a lot of twisting, there's a lot of this, that, the other. You might also be doing a bit of ducking under things, which is going to be problematic, but generally just pad work without too much in the way of ducking isn't going to be too problematic. But again, if we're doing anything that involves flex, Flexion. This is why I mentioned the classes in those little extra tips is that you hopefully guys will understand your back a little bit better. That's why we, we do these live streams. That's why we have the extra information in Back in Shape. Um, so you can understand it and almost answer these questions or to a certain degree answer these questions uh, for yourself when you're in these classes and say, okay, well, this part of the class, because I'm in it, is really good. I'm getting a great upper body workout. I'm getting great cardiovascular workout. 
But these few little bits, you know, at 15 minutes and at 35 minutes are not so great. So I'm just going to sit those out. And that's really the best way to go. Um, you know, hopefully you guys understand things better now and you can make the, those nuanced adjustments to your classes. But uh, the boxing classes, I think, can be really, really good, maybe sooner than other exercises. Okay, awesome. And we, we were talking just before we started about... Um body pump body pump classes yep. that, that's the class that i love to go to and and i and i managed to up the weight going um but i think when i return i'm probably going to do one kilo either side which is yeah which is hardly anything but yeah it's just, it's just better to go in and, and go through the motions the first couple of times yeah. focus on your form don't worry too much about the weight and then you can slowly add the weight up over the coming weeks okay awesome um joe's joe said he's heard a rumor that gyms will limit times to 45 minute sessions not confirmed um if that's true then what is the amount of time uh, for a workout a good amount of time for a workout i think if you're most people that are in the gym spending longer than 45 minutes are wandering around wasting time um and that's just the way it is and many of you guys will know this from your back and shape routine uh, especially when you get into phase two and phase and, and more so phase three the workout is efficient the workout is it can be quite draining from a from a cardiovascular point of view when you when you're doing the five by fifteen. It doesn't you don't need to be in the gym for an hour for hours on end. If you're doing that, you're doing it for more of a social reason. Um, you know, if you've got if you've got former bodybuilders, you know that are that are weighing two hundred and fifty to three hundred pounds, that can get away with doing a forty five minute to one hour session. Um, maybe at max, I think some of them might might have done one twenty one hour twenty, and these guys have literally pounds and pounds of muscle mass you or i don't need that long a session we want to be productive we want to go in the gym and have a plan if you're spending longer than 45 minutes it's probably because you don't have a plan interesting yeah okay um all right brilliant i think that's uh, that is everything for today thank you everybody for the questions <clears throat> awesome well thanks so much guys for uh joining us on today's live stream and congratulations to sandra we will be sending out and getting in contact with you please if you're watching yes, we this need your address. we do need your address <laughs> we need to be able to send this over to you uh that's really uh really quite quite essential yes. otherwise the giveaway doesn't doesn't quite work so we'll get in touch with you no doubt she'll comment on on our facebook i can't see who's live at the moment yeah. um so that'll be awesome and again that's it for this week um hopefully you guys found this video helpful especially if you're thinking of returning to the gym if you do find these videos helpful please do consider subscribing and if you find the q a helpful maybe you've got some questions about your back pain neck pain etc and you want a little bit of advice then tune into our live streams hit the notification bell when you subscribe so you know when we go live we do go live every single weekday and we always do q a so generally in the mornings we'll post those lives in advance as well so you guys know where, what the topic is for the next one and have a great weekend everybody and we will see you monday with another live stream thanks so much for joining us on today's video hopefully you found it packed full of useful information if you want to learn more about the premium back and shape membership there's going to be a video somewhere underneath here and if you want to stay up to date or tune in to some of our more recent live streams and the q a's at the end of those then that's going to be down here and remember you can subscribe to the channel up here and hit the notification bell to make sure you know when we next go live so you can join us for our next live stream and Q&A.